Coming to you live from the backyard to another episode of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. What's happening, everybody? We hope you're having a great day. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Um, whether that's morning, afternoon, day, whenever it is that you're listening to us, we really appreciate it. What's going on, Mark? And from near or far, people are listening, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> I like the fact the last time you said we got people from the great Nordic area, you know, Scandinavian land. That's cool. Hopefully more people tune in. Hopefully yes. more people spread the word. People like it. Maybe coworker, friend, neighbor, family yeah, member. That's a great point. Spread it, man. You know, you if know? you guys like what you're listening to, tell your friends, tell your family members. You know, it's pretty easy listening. I think we don't get, mm-hmm. you know, too too deep into any one thing, but we talk about a lot of different things, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, Lou. And if they don't, like I said, to you right before we lit this fire, <laughs> me and you will just talk. It'll just be the two of us. <laughs> and. That's how this thing started anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so going to do this regardless. We so. know others that have thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of listeners. But listen, even if we have a couple dozen or nobody at all, we'll just keep talking. And that's how I'll look at it. Like, we're just going to keep talking. It's just us, you know? Exactly. But again, if you guys do like what you listen to, tell your friends, tell your uh, family members, whatever. So, um, you know, we think uh, we talk about some pretty good topics. If anything, some most nights you can walk away thinking to yourself, you know, I never thought about it that way or... You know, that was a cool topic or what have you. So mm-hmm. um, I always say it at the end, too. But don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, go to your favorite uh, streaming service. Uh, give us five stars and uh, help us out that way. What's going on, dude? You know what else we might need? Let me add one more thing. What's that? Maybe we need a web page, man. I'm listening to a lot of these people, and there's there's a way people are giving feedback. I know I'm just sitting there talking about it. You and I, as we're sitting there by the fire. But, I mean, you know... Maybe, maybe there's something else so people can actually see. You know what lines? I'd like to do along those lines? Sure. I'd like to get to a point where we can actually take phone calls. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be or cool. Or at least uh, have something where people can interact with us. Maybe if it's not phone calls, but um, <clears throat> uh, sending us uh, texts or uh, not texts, but uh, emails. But yeah. While we're, um, or messages, instant messages while we're doing it and stuff that we can answer right there, right then and there when we're doing it. Right, or like, yeah, or even something, like I said, a page where somebody can go and give their reviews and then, you know, there I've heard other podcasts where people actually sit there and talk about what they're reading with their reviews from maybe their last episode or two episodes before <clears throat> that or, or whatnot. You know, they're like, hey, so-and-so from this place wrote whatever, whatever. Like, that's kind of cool. And I don't know, maybe that way we'd be able to know what other people were thinking as we sit there and talk. So but, maybe for the time being, you guys can do that by going on our Facebook page, uh, Burning, De- Burning Desire to Talk, and putting your, your messages on there. And then we'll read them the next time we get together, which is quite often. If you guys have been listening for a while, you notice that we, you know, we'll get, we'll, we'll uh, put out two, three, four uh, in a week sometimes. So yeah. uh, maybe that's a way you can do it. Leave a message on there and see if we can... Uh, See if we can uh, interact that way. Yeah, but listen, if, if, again, <coughs> and if none of that happens, and again, even if no one even uh, tunes in to listen to us, Luke. It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, who cares? We're just going to both sit there and talk about it. I'm just making light of it, actually. Uh, and that's the next thing I was going to say. Speaking of making light of things, right? What a segue there, huh? Right. Uh, making light of things. Uh, do you ever ever give that some thought, light? You know, uh, I know we've talked about a lot of different things. You know, we've gotten into frequency, resonance, vibration. We've gotten a lot of different things, but I, I just wanted to see maybe if you wanted to get in a conversation for maybe our few listeners that are out there might enjoy too and get into it, but just talk about light and maybe do like a, a spiritual connection to light if you want. I mean, we all know light from the science standpoint, but you know, maybe we could do some kind of uh, connections, you know? That'd be interesting. I mean, that's an interesting way of looking at it, taking something that we actually take for granted like light. Mm-hmm. Something we know so much yet so little about at right. the same time, and putting a, a spiritual spin on it. Okay, what'd you have in mind? Yeah, well, let's start off on the actual scientific side. You know, basically everybody knows light, right? Mm-hmm. You know, light is what like a, a fraction of something. Everybody sees light. Uh, there's different ways that light is given out. It's either from a uh, natural form, you know, whether it's the sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, or it's um, ma- uh, man-made light. You know, it's um, electricity. Electricity, right? light bulb somehow some kind of uh, filament that makes light you know um you know i should say they're um, yeah man-made i guess is what it means artificial that's what artificial it's, not, lighting, right. not natural but artificial but this is the spin that i would like to look at it because we always talk about science side of things but let's look at light a little bit more deeply right so light right to me and a lot of other individuals that look at it spiritually light is energy 
you know. Absolutely, it's energy. Sure, we're getting energy. We're getting light from this fire right now. The energy behind it's heat. Yes. We can see, we can feel the heat off of it. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of the fire, now no one can see this if they're listening, but you and I are actually watching a fire, right? Now, before we lit this up, right, we sat there and we talked for a minute and, you know, I thought maybe we could talk about light. And I just said, hey, Lou, take a quick uh, look at this. And one was our lighting source, right, which is what we use. We had a, 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 an actual lighter, you know, we had our kindling all set in there with sticks and wood and everything but it nothing was burning yet so we had an object right and we had a second we had an object that could burn a combustible thing and then we also had a thing a mechanism to wait to light it but we didn't have the two together right, right to form what we're looking at right now and this is the point i wanted to get to we're literally looking at something that wasn't there a little while ago but now formed and there's nothing generating it right but it's, it, it, they're working off of each other. So we had something to light the fire, and now the wood is actually burning. But you're sitting there fanning the flames, and through magic, that fire is actually giving us light. Like, we're sitting there looking at these flames, and there's right. actually light coming out of it. So there's that energy in there that I'm talking about. Now, we know that light's made up of a whole bunch of little particles, right? Right. And particles have always been a part of what? It's an equation of what? Physics, right? Right. It's always been a, a part of uh, physics. And you're probably like, well, where is he going down this road? Well, in science, they teach in physics that particles are always a part of, they make matter, right? Particles are actually little pieces of matter. And you can keep Correct. breaking it down and breaking it down to smaller things, you know, the protons, you know, electrons, neutrons, photons, all this other good stuff. And then you can actually say, you know, even down to the atomic level, whatever, but there, there, there's energy in there, you know, particles. Something has to form to make a physical object. You know, you always wonder how it is, but it's made up of matter. Now, this might get a little deep and you might get a little lost and you might be like, okay, well, what's going on? Well, you know, you need, you need those different things. Scientifically, you need those things to make matter, to actually have a physical solid or something to appear. But what about light, right? What, what part does light play in a role with matter you know uh the physical right from a particle standpoint i've always believed that light can actually form materialistically okay now if you told that to somebody centuries ago they would say dude that's wacky that's the wackiest thing i heard right are you kidding me because light is just you're seeing light at the moment but once light's not there then you don't see light anymore you know like what are you talking about with light well, it wasn't until physics, the big physics boom came along in the 20th century that a lot of astrophysicists got involved and started doing a lot of experiments. And who do you think touched on this? Himself, Albert Einstein. Of he was one of the men that were involved with this. So to just give you an idea of where I'm going with this, I wanted to talk about matter you know, uh, being created from a source of light. I uh, actually pulled up a, a little article for you. Okay. And if you'd like, I'd just like, I'll peruse a little bit here and get into it and, and, and read a little bit for you. And I'll even give you the source just so we have an idea. Okay, this comes from uh, Live Science. Okay. Okay, and the topic of this short little article, Lou, is famous Einstein equation used to create matter from light for the first time. All right. Pretty interesting, huh? Cool. Uh, this was published, by the way, uh, August of 2021. So this article was pretty recent. recent. Yeah. And it just starts off by saying uh, two colliding light particles were used to create a matter-antimatter pair. All right. And then they got a little picture of a laboratory. And then it goes on to say, in a stunning demonstration of one of Einstein's most famous equations, physicists are claiming to have created matter from pure light for the first time. That's, really? Yeah, that's that, that's pretty interesting. Okay. And it goes on to say, Albert Einstein's famous E equals MC squared equation says that if you smash two sufficiently energetic photons or light particles into each other, you should be able to create matter in the form of an electron and its antimatter opposite a, a positron. A positron. Okay. So that's pretty interesting, right? Sorry, yeah. I had a little thing on the screen there. Uh, it says, but this process, first described by American physicists uh, Greg Bright and Johnny Wheeler in 19, 
34 has long been one of the most difficult to observe in physics. And that makes sense, right? Let me just jump in there for a second. That makes sense because we're talking about light, you know? Light is like one of those things like, you know, how do you measure it? You know, how do you see it? That's what I was right. thinking when, when, I, you know, when I was reading it. Uh, and anyway, continues, it says, uh, mainly because the colliding photons would need to be highly energetic gamma rays. And scientists are not yet able to make gamma ray lasers. Alternative uh, experiments have shown matter being produced from multiple photons, but never uh, in the one-to-one -one way needed to most uh, conclusively prove the effort. So, I mean, that's just the first paragraph. There, there's more that goes on, but that's super-duper interesting, you know? Um, <coughs> it is very, I mean, it is very interesting because it's one of those things that, you know, when you're talking about light, it's, it's, it's not, you know, <clears throat> something you even think about or... It's not tangible until it's there, yeah. right? And and usually there's a, there's a process that you go through um, to to make that light appear, and it's usually, of course, you know, turning on a light switch or whatever it might be, uh, you know, a flashlight, uh, lighting a candle, whatever it is, you're creating the light from <clears throat> from the steps that you're taking uh, with with the needed materials that you're going to need to create that light. Yeah. Um, I guess my question would be is what are they trying to get at? Does it state what they're trying to get at? Like what would be, how could it change what we know light to be today mm -hmm. to what it ultimately could be? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go, let's go in a little further and let's just see if they have anything to say on that. All right. you know? Okay. So it says, uh, but researchers from, uh, Brookhaven national laboratory in New York now believe they found a uh, workaround. It says using the laboratory's uh, revelistic heavy ion collider. Uh, it's called the RHIC. <laughs> <laughs> They've been able to produce measurements that closely match predictions uh, for the strange transforming act. Um, it says in their paper, Bright and Weiler already realized uh, this is almost impossible to do. Uh, Zhang Lu, a physicist at Brookhaven Lab, said in a statement, lasers didn't even uh, exist yet, but Brighton Wheeler proposed an alternative accelerating uh, heavy ions. That's interesting. And the alternative thought, is exactly uh, what we're doing at the RHIC. Well, the things that we know to be, that we call lasers, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it sounds like they're talking about, <clears throat> or what we call, what we know to be lasers aren't really lasers. Right from the way that they're describing it for what they're you know what they're trying to do mm -hmm. um which i'm still not sure what what the end game would be in terms of uh transforming that light or or it sounds like making it more powerful <clears throat> because we've all seen listen um you see commercials all the time for these uh these uh, flashlights right that are normal handheld flashlights but they 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 market them as a military type uh, flashlights that now will will shine so bright that you know you can see 50 yards ahead of you mm -hmm. um as well as you can see two feet in front of you yeah right yes um so <clears throat> that's already obviously been created i'm wondering and and obviously for the end game of well number one selling product right now you can now you have a super bright flashlight which you know can come in handy depending on what you need it for so on and so forth right um but what i wonder would be the the um the advancement the true advancement uh with with this super uh, highly generated light that these guys are messing with in some lab somewhere with these machines that you know are are barely we're barely able to read their names. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, what what does it state what they're what it is that they're after? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I can tell you, I just jumped out of that uh, that ah. actual article because I just wanted to see if there were if there were more in here that actually any other articles. And I could just say anybody can go online and find this stuff. You know, if there's multiple multiple scientists generate matter directly from light, and I guess m more so that's what I was looking at just to see if it could actually be proven and the fact that they're even talking about it. Uh, and that's, you know, physics and Scientech Daily said that. And another one's collision of light produced, making matter and antimatter from pure energy. Well, think about that. If, if they're saying that you can ultimately, we'll be able to create matter, we'll be able to create something, say a chair. Yes. From, from 
this super powerful light um, beyond anything that, that we have now, I mean, that's, that'll be, I mean, that's some pretty interesting stuff. Um, I don't know how, I wonder how the average person would benefit from that, other than uh, the obvious, you know? Um, are they saying that at one point we'll be able to um, have whatever it is that they've, you know, uh, mass-produced, um, given to the public or provided to the public uh, for purchase, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where now if you want to, let's say, decorate your home or something like that and you feel you need a, uh, a fireplace in this, on this particular wall, that by using this, this light, you'll be able to create matter from the standpoint of creating things like that. Um, I mean, if that were possible, holy smokes, that's pretty cool. You know, if we're at one point able to do that, right? right? Uh, and if you can create it, then you can possibly maybe go down the line of moving matter through light. You know, mm-hmm. moving objects through light and so on and so forth. Imagine how much easier uh, construction would be. You know, I'm, imagine how much easier um, just almost everyday life would be if you can just create things that you need. Uh, through through light and matter. Right. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So I've always been a firm believer that light and matter both intertwine together, uh, the physical and light, you know, and light is known to just appear by the source, you know, right. the, the source, whether, like we started off the show by saying, either if it's an artificial source that creates light or if it's just the sun. That's really right. the only other way, right? Can you think of any other natural way other than the sun that produces light and there's nothing more powerful in the universe than the sun so if they're trying if that's the road they're going down kind of mimicking the the power of the sun right mm-hmm. um now you're talking now you now now we're going down a road uh that i could certainly see the benefits down the road in terms of the different things we might be able to do mm-hmm. yeah so the next part that I'm going to get into when I want to talk about, we just, I wanted to bring that story up first because I thought it was so interesting from a science standpoint. One of the greatest physicists in the world was showing that light could be created by, I'm sorry, matter could be created by light, right? Mm-hmm. And earlier I, I touched off talking about light, you know, being energy and the particles and, and, and you need f- particles to make matter. And then I wanted to get into this next part talking about, now what if you flip it, Lou? I'm really going to make your mind think now. So what if matter can actually spin around and make light? And you might be like, wow, well, what are you talking about? In other words, they both coexist and they're both together. Uh, My firm belief now, this is all spiritual now, right? This is not scientific. My belief has always been we are made of light, right? We are hence the phrase beings of light so we are light so we are instead of being that refraction of something of seeing it in a visual you know reflecting off of something else and being there i feel that the energy in the spiritual world comes into this phys- physical existence existence and the body is actually formed not just physically in the matter but is made up of light and they're intertwined together right in the, like the mind body and spirit the consciousness that we always talk about is on the mental stage right the, the body is that part of the physical and then the spiritual is actually that energy hence the light the light source so if that about, makes any sense to you whatsoever well, the, the the what i'm taking from that is are you going down the roads the road of auras where, you know people talk about okay so so yes from that standpoint I think I know where you're going because, okay, so first of all, um, talking about um, people that have passed and that, uh, that have passed away and are still, you know, here, right? They haven't, right. They haven't gone to the proverbial light, right? Right. Um, they're usually described as having a, a, a light around them or, or some sort of a, uh, a bright, uh, yes, a bright light, you know, uh, associated to them. Right. Correct. Um, and then there's also the 
the uh, the aura around people. Uh, it's always described as uh, for some more than others, but it's always described as this bright light of you know this aura, right? Yes. Uh, around you. Go ahead. Go it's kind. It's kind of. It's kind of what's happening right now. We have a light outside in the yard, and as you're talking, <laughs> you do have the aura uh, reflecting around off of you right now with the uh, <laughs> the light uh, shining down. Well, on that's you. because I'm an angel. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and we'll get into that in a second. I, I, <laughs> it's funny you went there, Lou, because I actually want to touch on that. Oh, so okay. I, I really want to get you thinking here. I want to engage in this conversation. So you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly uh, where, where I kind of wanted to go next to, man. You happen to say auras, and that's what I was going to say. So <clears throat> the auras, okay, I believe is the reflection and the rainbow, okay, of that light energy that's coming off of you. And I believe everybody has it, okay? Mm-hmm. The only thing is, back to what we were saying earlier, you can't see a lot of things because it's abstract and people can't see it. Now, people that are clairvoyant, people that are seers, people that are highly spiritual, talk about being able to see that, okay? Okay. <clears throat> but to actually see each other, all we see each other is in the physical, okay? Now, I have a picture here, here that I'm going to be able to show you because I have a visual as we talk. Now, that aura, I believe, is generated by the Merkaba. A lot of people may not know what the Merkaba is, okay? Okay. So, it's two star-shaped tetrahedrons, okay? Yeah. Okay, one's inverted and one is upright. And what they are is they surround the body. Okay. Okay? They are actually surrounding your, your body, and they're made up of a whole bunch of little... This is spiritually now. So that's why I'm going to keep you in this yeah. conversation. Because scientifically, you already would be out of it. You'd be like, I'm done. Okay? So if we believe that we're light beings, lose a light being, I'm a light being, everybody we know are light beings. And if you have a whole bunch of little of these objects, we'll call them tetrahedrons around you, and they're lit up, you have millions of these light particles making you up. It would form one giant, right, one giant Merkaba around you. Okay. Which is in essence your aura? Which is in, in, in a sense, I'm going to explain the aura in a sec. The, the Merkaba has always been talked about since ancient times as light that actually spins around you. Okay. All right. It actually spirals around you. Why? Because everything in the universe spirals, right? Right. Everything does. You know, the planets, the galaxies, the universe does. Everything spins. Everything does. Even everything on Earth. Everything spins. I don't care if you're talking about weather clouds, if you're talking about storms, water, anything. It provides gravity. Yes, everything spins. So, we're in this physical vortex, in a sense, okay? In the physical realm. However, we are not from this realm. We're from another realm. So So, we're in this realm... Right? We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We are light beings that are here. And I'm just giving you my belief. Again, let's just try to disconnect from scientifically for a second and go with me. I believe, and I'm explaining that I think that we are light beings that are here. Our souls are here in the spirit, uh, spiritually in the physical form, but we still have this light around us. Okay, And the stronger your soul is, the bigger your soul is. All of those good traits that we've talked about so many times around these fires strengthens strengthens your Merkaba, which okay. spins at a more rapid race. And if we rate, and if we know anything about anything in science, anything that moves quicker generates more energy. Generating more energy creates a bigger light, which in a sense gives you that aura around you. So, you know, the, the aura is believed to be a silhouette. It's like a reflection you can see around somebody, almost like a shadow in a sense. That's why they say you can see around people, hey, they got a, a, a nice aura around them. Other people have a brighter one. Other people have rings and rings of a lot of brighter and brighter lights. And they say that person's got a big aura because that person is very spiritually in tune. I got you. So, so, the, so really, I think what you're saying is the more spiritual you are, yes. whether you realize it or not, yes. the brighter, the bigger this aura is going to be that we all carry. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly exactly it okay now now that you think that all makes sense the merkaba okay the merkaba is an ancient term all right and if you break it down into three sections break the syllables up they actually each had a name back in the day and a meaning okay mer meaning light right okay the ka means spirit and the ba means body wow i'm going to say that again the mer is light the ka is spirit and the ba is body so wow does that not just flew everything we talk about? We're always talking about mind, body, spirit, right? Now, if you add the light word in there, you got Merkaba, meaning 
the light spirit body. So it's all in one. It's all in one, right? Like like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's like the three in the one. Yes, it's like the three in the one. That's interesting. Is that not interesting? It's very interesting because you're right. Um, I don't think most people would have even tied that together um, or realized that, that there is a connection to it, right? Right. And... It's one of those things when you hear about auras, it's one of those things that um, I, I think people probably view as um, uh, something we're, we're all familiar with, but something that most of us have never really seen um, other than an illustration somehow or through description through our mind's eye. We can, you know, uh, put it together yes. in our minds and and uh, we, I, I guess we kind of equate it to the, the glow when you see a, a, a picture of Jesus, the glow behind him, mm-hmm. right? That an aura, that that in essence is the aura and the aura that we, because we are uh, made of his likeness, um, would also have, which makes sense. Funny you say that, man. You're, you're, we're on the same page. You're, I'm like, dude, he's actually getting ahead of me because you're going down a road that I, I, I was actually oh. going to get to. Okay. All right. L- l- let's just jump back to the Merkaba. Synchronicity, brother. Synchronicity. You and I are always synchronized, man. I'm telling you. We're like twin flames. Did you ever hear that? It's another <laughs> spiritual term. We're, fl- we're t- twin flames. So hopping back to the Merkaba for uh, uh, a second. We know the Merkaba with the light, with the shape around you, we just talked about, right? We talked about the vibrational energy around you, right? And the spiral going on and how it generates the aura, right? And we talked also about how people say all the time, that, you know, hey, if someone's got a big aura around them, they're very spiritually in tune, right? Now, an interesting fact with the shape of the Merkaba, the actual shape with the two interconnected triangles if you take those triangles and you look at them inside a picture of now lou i'm showing you the picture of the tree of life that is actually the geometric shape of the tree of life now if we went down this rabbit hole dude we would be here for a while so let's save the tree of life for another episode we can talk about another fireside but it's interesting though that it's all connected yes it comes back to it the merkaba the actual geometric shape can be found inside there, inside of the tree of life. Whoa, it duplicates so, it. It duplicates it. So we're sitting here talking about what we're made of, but then we're also talking about what the tree of life is. See, people think the tree of life is just some biblical term that was used back in ancient times in, you know, the book of Genesis. And no, there's actually a geometric shape that science has put to it, okay? And it's like perfection, and it, it has all the symbols. In, but again, it's so lengthy. We It's so which, interesting, too, but we should talk about the tree of life in another which episode. ties it to this world. Yeah, which ties, totally it ties the afterworld, the afterlife, if you will, when life truly begins mm-hmm. to this world and why it's so important that both be connected. Yes, yes. Now, it's funny, um, we already talked about ours, mm-hmm. right? You brought that up. And uh, the next thing I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about something else you were touching on the, the light around individuals, the light around individuals. Now, how can you? try to brighten your 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 aura up around you or get your merkaba at that high rate and that high energy well it's a lot of things we talk about it's those traits of right. you know the caring the loving the empathy spirituality mm-hmm. right doing doing right onto others right right but i believe there's an, another side to okay. it too that people now this is just my belief getting into it to raise it to a higher level okay and i'm just going by my approach one is heavy prayer okay a lot of prayer and a lot of meditation. I just had a conversation with somebody the other night, another family member I was actually talking to, and I was talking about the importance of meditation. I actually referenced you talking about we did a podcast on it, and I was talking about the prayer being one side of things and um, meditation being the other. You know, the prayer is the actual talking to the energy, talking to God, and the meditation is the other one, is just going within and the listening part too. But they both raise your vibration. My belief, it, it raises your vibration and it also raises your 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 merkaba okay to produce your auras now when we talk about meditation Lou you know this pose right and I'm gonna go into pose by the way anybody listening they know what a yoga pose looks like they can look it up also they can look up feel free to look up the uh, the merkaba anybody can look up the merkaba online Lou just go ahead and look up the merkaba spell it again just in case uh, merkaba is M-E-R- K-A-B-A. That's Merkaba. Um, look that up. 
Uh, it's very, very interesting. And uh, look up the Tree of Life, too. Um, you know, I said, we didn't really talk about much on this podcast, but there's a lot of information. You can read it online, read about the Tree of Life, look at the pictures and look at the shapes. So once you go down that rabbit hole, it's so interesting, at least to me, uh, you find yourself there for a while. And for the, um, the listeners, um, advantage here, Mark is actually sitting in a yoga pose right now in this, in this chair that he's sitting in. Um, because obviously you guys can't see that. Yeah. So go ahead, continue. What yeah. are you going to say? So I'm going to do a description for you, Lou. Okay. Okay. Because you're my buddy, and I like to show you things. And uh, this is the uh, this is the typical yoga pose. Okay. So Mark is sitting right now with his legs crossed in what would be, I guess, considered what we would call uh, Indian style. Yes. Uh, with his uh, arms um, stretched out. Uh, elbows on his knees and hands open. Right. In, in a typical, what you would think is a, a yoga pose. Yes, yes. Now, I constantly get into this pose when I go into to do my meditations, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't think I was going to go down this path today, this part of this uh, fire today. No, but keep going because it's interesting. It, it is. ties so, it all together. Yeah, so now I'm going to actually go down a little bit of a yoga thing here, too, in meditation. Yeah, that's okay. Because I actually need to get this in to explain this part of it. So, uh, there's... Um, it's a theory, it's a belief, or whatever that, and I firmly believe that it, yeah, everyone has these seven chakras. Okay, right. A lot of people believe in the chakras. Right. A lot of people believe in the chakras. Right. And they are. You ready for this? And Especially go, in the Hindi uh, religion. Oh yeah, the ahead. Hindus. Yes, and 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 and, the, and, the, and Buddhism. Yes, All, way back in ancient times. So they believe that they have. There's these seven wheels, and they're en- ready for this. They're energy wheels that spin. Once again, we're talking about the Merkaba. See how it all interconnects. They spin around your body see they believe the, the belief is the soul is right here man it's 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 basically in your physical form loop it's it's the core of your body so okay? mark is pointing mark is for for the listeners again mark is pointing uh has his right hand above his head just above it, the top of his head right and his left hand uh just uh around really your belly button let's say yes so if you start on the bottom... Which would be, again, once he said your core. Your core, right. And, and again, these are just your limbs, right? These are, you just have your, your limbs, your arms, and your legs. But the, you know, the soul is right here in the core of the body and slightly above right here, your head. So if you go through the seven chakras, Lou, down here at the very bottom, that's the root chakra, okay? That's at the very base of your chakra. Makes yeah. sense. Roots are always at the bottom, right? Yes. And then the next one up is like your lower midsection, okay? And that's called your sacral chakra. Okay. Okay. And then um, the next one up is called your, um, uh, oh, geez, man, I'm having a... Um, Brain fart? Yeah. After your sacral chakra is your, um, yeah, why did I just have that? I have no idea. Which would be your th- the third cog in the wheel, if you will. Yeah. Or the third wheel, third chakra, chakra uh, wheel, what yeah. would that be called? If you have to look it up, look it up real quick. Yeah, your third chakra. The next one I'll just jump up is your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. The next one's up here is your throat throat chakra and then your um your third eye and then your um the crown chakra above you okay but what's important to that is um your um your chakra goes up and it's uh, it's a spiral all the way up and it gets to the top okay now there's a thing called the kundalini and the kundalini is your uh spiral all the way up to your body again it's this abstract belief of this energy that goes up but the kundalini spiral serpent is what it's called goes up and it's an ancient symbol it's been around since ancient times now tell me this isn't interesting that's that's the shape of it there's the chakras which we've all seen and what it is basically it's it's the it's the 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 symbol that the medical field um uses um it's basically an intertwined serpent um leading up through the very top which um can be described as almost wings and the very top of what would be like a post with a uh, with a circular top. Yes. So as you were talking, by the way, solar plexus came to me. By the way, <laughs> solar plexus was your next one up between your sac- okay. sacral and your and your heart chakra. I'm sitting there naming them all. But um, anyway, why I find that interesting is because um, if you look at the sock, now I, I'm showing you a picture. They're all multicolored. Of uh, picture all- of the kundalini, a person sitting in a yoga pose. And in description, as we've described thus far, uh, what the, where the chakras lay and how they're all circular and tied into each other, with the largest one being what would be described as the crown, which would be from the left side of your skull to the right side of your skull. Correct. And your mind's eye or the, uh, the third eye in the center 
uh, where, where the frontal lobe would be. Right, and they always talked about your third eye being all your intuition, your knowledge, that's where you gained everything. Now, here's where I'm gonna try to tie two things in together that I've never talked about. I never even heard anybody talk about this stuff before, but you and I are gonna sit here and I'm gonna talk to you about it because I never heard anybody talk about it. So, that's a breakdown of where they are in the body. Now remember, they're an energy source, right. okay? The other picture I showed you was the actual Kundalini, okay? Mm -hmm. And I've seen that so many times. And for years and years and years, I've known that, you know, mainstream medical today, like you said, they've actually taken that and have adopted it and have it all over the place. You right. can see that image anywhere. But now, if you, now we know this is an energy source. It's swooping the super ring. But I never got the point at the top why they fan out like the wings. But if you take this image, right, and you overlay it with that image, you would have an individual with that spiral up the middle, right? And out here, you would have wings. To your point you said earlier, it's almost angel-like, right? Right. So if that's an energy source, and that can produce light, if that was to produce light or an energy source, it would almost give that being a look of having energy coming up through them, but then out, okay? Right. And it, their aura could actually represent what we think, angels looking like having wings. And this goes back to ancient times. That's only part one. Part two, what I was thinking of, your crown chakra, the one that's slightly above your head, Right. that's the one that when you get to that point, all these other ones are dealing with different things inside the body. That is the only one that's actually atop the body. Right. That deals with, you ready for this? Your consciousness. Right. The higher consciousness. The higher your consciousness gets, the more in tune you tap into the crown chakra. Now, you described that image, right, of that picture I showed you of what the crown chakra looks like on the picture above the silhouette of a person. Right. If you might look at it the same way I do, I always think of if that was a person sitting there, like blue instead of just an animated picture, to me that would look like you almost had a halo around your head behind you. Right? It really comes back to mind, body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul. Now, they say your crown chakra, you know, you're always trying to rise your consciousness higher, rise it higher. The highest level you can get it to is what they call the Christ consciousness. If you were to get it so much and you have this energy source going up, and if light is to form off of energy, you could have what I said was the Kundalini going through your body and then the aura coming out around you and almost could give you that wing-like shape, right? Which we've always seen, seen since then, since the beginning of time in ancient times. But if you had enough energy and light above you, it could almost give the appearance of a halo right. around somebody. And if you think about it, the most divine people have always been the ones that have the R's around them. Or if you look at all old pictures, paintings, I meant to say, old like, you know, retro paintings from way back when, they always depict people with a halo around their head. When Who's not to say right. that yep, they had the when higher they're consciousness. they're trying to show divinity. Right, and maybe they just reached the higher consciousness and actually the scientific side that we talk about, light may be creating matter or something in matter creating light from a spiritual side. You know, that's it's really interesting from a scientific standpoint, right, that they're trying to do this stuff to create this this super light. And, and it's very possible that the that the um, um, the uh, the influence uh, behind it uh, really does come from um, a, a spiritual belief, mm -hmm. you know, that they're trying to create something that is so abstract that it's only depicted in, in, like you said, in paintings and in, uh, in well, be, through belief. Right. Um, <clears throat> through um, um, j uh, when you're talking about someone who's um, divine or as close to divine as possible, someone who's, uh, like you said, has that higher consciousness, they're always depicted that way. Right. And here through science, they're almost, I guess, trying to come up with a way that it can be created just on demand by, you know, on your fingertips to create, um, you know, matter. Yes. Um, so they're kind of flipping it, mm -hmm. you know, flipping the script a little bit on that. 
it's um, that's pretty interesting, dude. And, and and I'll tell you why. And even if it's a little bit far fetched, right? As right. to as to the why and the how and all that, the mere fact <clears throat> that it still it all comes back to um, mind, body, and spirit. Mind, body, spirit. Um, you know that's that's a great thing. Uh, that's that's a wonderful thing. Uh, you, you know what what better influence could you have? Right, right. It's at least interesting, if not anything. You know, well, at the very least, it it, it makes for great conversation. Well, uh, like like you know we're having now. Yeah. Well, you know, even in even in, I think in ancient times, <laughs> excuse me, I think they wanted to try to explain the importance of life because even in the very beginning of the Bible, right in Genesis, they talk about what God created then there was light right right I mean it's light yeah and then there was light I mean he's creating this you know God's creating this creating that and then there's and then there was light and it's talking about the importance like how important is you know we just sat here and talked about it being in the form of matter you know and spiritually again it's so hard to be able to prove all this stuff when I'm trying to talk and you can't about light I believe that we are light beings me that's my belief that we are light beings but we're in the sp- uh, physical form we have this conscious okay that 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 that's the mental that's the mind side that's how we can think that's how we can talk that's how we can i think it i feel like it ties the two together okay with the spiritual side and the physical side you know and we're in this physical body we had to come in something we had to ride in something. You wanted to come over tonight to have a fire. You had to get in that car to ride here. Right. But it was you that was inside of it that was riding it. But you needed that vehicle. And that's what they are. That's what these meat suits are. <laughs> Let's call it ever. Right. You know, I call it these meat suits. You put the meat suit on and you had to come in there. But inside of that, we're actually light beings. We're, you know, it's we're, interesting. We're, 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 we're in this world, but we're not of this world. You know, we're just, we just came here. We just came into the physical as light beings, but we just borrowed these meat suits to come into it. But uh, well, I do. it's funny because even even in, in death, we're still looking for the light. And we always say, you know, go to the light. Well, how about that? Go to the light. You know, I just brought up the beginning of time and creation, and we're talking about the, then there was light, you know, and that was the beginning of things. And now you're talking about even at the end of this physical life, okay, what, do you, what is it what you hear? Go to the light. So it's actually the ending of the physical, but there's still light in that other realm. You know, there's still that light. The light is what guides you. The light is what... In that light, you'll find, uh, you'll find uh, the warmth and, 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 and the love and, uh, and eternal life. And it's just, you know, when you, when you put it that way, I mean, it's a different spin on it, but, but that's, that's, that's a great way of thinking about it. See, what you're saying right there is what my firm belief is. The other realm is light. It's nothing. It's, it's, it's everything but light. I mean, it's everything about life, you know, right. and, and and it's just, it's light. It's, and that's so hard to even sit there and try to uh, uh, grasp and sit there and think about. Like, what do you mean? No, it's just all light. Well, we just spoke about it earlier. Light is energy and energy is light. So when you go to the other side, you're going to an energetic realm. You're going to a dimension that's nothing. It's a state. It's a being. It's nothing but what we're looking at right here. Those flames, we... We can't describe them, but it's just a constant, big, bright light that you go into, and it's just light. You're surrounded by light. It's nothing but light. But we don't have to worry about these physical bodies. You know, right. think about that. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about these meat suits. Right. Again. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Isn't that deep? That isn't that deep. That's that's, <laughs> that's pretty. That's uh, it's a it's a it's an interesting way of looking at it. I like the way how you tied it uh, tied it together. Certainly. Um, Probably most people wouldn't wouldn't uh, think about it that way. Yeah. Uh, so good job there, bud. Thank you. You I may like need that. you may need some visuals. Like I said, you and I were sitting here talking, but I I, br- I wanted to bring a couple pictures, Lou, to show you. But I mean, if anybody's interested in this stuff, just jump on the internet and look up uh, Merkaba. You know, look up the Merkaba. Look up the Kundalini if you want to look up that. If you know nothing about chakras, um, look that up. Uh, read about them if you want to read about them. Uh, uh, yeah, Look up the Tree of Life. That's interesting, too. There's pictures. There's articles. You can watch YouTube videos. There's all kinds of things on it nowadays. That's a great thing with, with modern technology. You can find everything. I think that one of the takeaways, too, is, you know, work on, um, you, you got you got to work on your inner self, right? You oh, absolutely. Work on your inner self, build up that inner self, 
build up uh, to, to get as closer, um, as much of that uh, 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 higher consciousness that we all strive for. And um, is it through meditation? It could be. Is it through uh, just doing simple things, daily things like, uh, you know, people are always talking about, you know, finding yourself. Well, you got to find yourself from within first. And, and it's an easy way of doing it, the way that you've just, uh, that you just explained it. Um, because it is all tied together. We all have those chakras. We all have those, that kundalini. We all have all those things running through us. And if one is out of whack, then they're all out of whack. They all have to right. work. They all have to work in sync. And uh, it's what you do to try to get them in sync uh, that's important. Yeah, Lou, you hit the nail on the head. You said something a minute ago. You said, you, you, go, you know what I think? I think you got to focus within yourself first. You're absolutely right. Because all of those other things can come. Showing empathy to others, showing love to others, doing all those things, being kind to others. All those things can come, but they'll come at a greater energetic motion if you take care of you inside first. Look, use the analogy of of a car, okay? If you want to drive and you want to be um, courteous to other cars and stuff and let them pass you and move all this stuff, that's fine and stuff like that. But you can't do it if your car's broke down sitting here outside of my house, right, okay? Right. You can't do it. You have to go take care of your car first. Lou takes care of his car. When his car is nice and running, and, and think about it. If, if you've been giving it tune-ups and, and, and you're doing all this mechanical Changing stuff. Changing your oil, doing all those things. What happens, man? The thing runs better. Why? And it runs forever. And it runs forever. You're taking care of the energy source because your your vehicle, that car, is actually an energy you source. Got to take care of the energy. And doing the oil change and, and giving it the tune ups and lube and everything and doing all this. Stuff. You're you're increasing the capacity. You're raising the energy source. Man, you could drive from here to wherever you want, and you can do whatever. You can go to car shows. You'll you get can, maximum production out of it. Maximum production, man. And and you'll see life. You'll see all these other cars, and you could be courteous to the other drivers, and you could do all those other things like we just said, like being good to other people and do those other things but you have to go within my belief you have to go inside yourself first and that's why my strong belief is the meditation uh, and the prayer because what those things do is that immediately brings your energy source up it just brings it up and it raises that frequency that vibration here we're going to tie in the sound with the with the light now okay you raise the frequency you raise your vibrance okay vibration and all that resonance inside you and what does that do you're like that well-oiled machine now right that vehicle you just talked about and all of a sudden you're humming and the energy's going and, and your R's getting bigger and the Merkaba is spinning like crazy and you're going because all those little particles again that the it physical human eye cannot brighter. see, right? right? You said in the neural podcast, hey, the eye can only see so many colors and stuff like that. Guess what, though? The souls can see all of them. The soul can see soul to soul. It can see the spiritual, you know? It can see through this, you know, murky, uh, misty thing that we're living in, this fog around us. It sees right through that. It sees the light. I can see through the fog and see all this. Clears it up. And see that light around Clears you. it up from the inside. Clears it up from the inside. Man, that's and that's great. And then you're humming, and then guess what? At that point, you raise your vibration so high, your light's going uh, so vibrant and great and stuff like that. Now you can go out and and, and tackle the world and, and do all and unto others, all these other things that you have to do. And then you know what you do? It's like spinning tops, man. You're spinning and spinning, and you got your light and vibration going. Now, all of a sudden, you got mine going. Now, mine's going, right. mine's going, and then it goes to the next person. You're positively affecting the people around. Yes, you're like those little protons and electrons in, in, in the science world that affect each other. You know, there's and billions so of them. And so true, dude. Do you, ever, do you ever meet people that are just so damn negative? They bring you down. All you have to do is just be around them for not even five minutes, and they just bring you down. Yes. Holy shit, they're like wet blankets. Yes, you yes, know? yes. Uh, but they, when you're they, around those powerful people, like, like being, being around you, you you know, um, you can't help but being in a good mood. You can't help but but, but feel good because it's all positivity, man. Yeah. You got all your your chakras in line. You got all your protons and neutrons going. Yeah. Everything's firing. You got your consciousness going. It, it's it's just it's <clears throat> I, 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 it, it's really a powerful thing. Yeah. Let me give you an example and spin off of what you just said there. Did you ever hear somebody who's like gloom and doom and they go, man, they got they got like a dark side to them or whatever. You know, they're talking black about cloud. maybe a black cloud or maybe they're saying, you know, they got dark blue or dark purple aura around them, like the really really dark colors. And then somebody else they say, man, they're real bright or something like that. And here's another one, Lou. You ever hear when they say this one? Man, you're really glowing today, right? I'll give you an example. When we went to visit uh, our friends of ours, and my wife uh, had found out that she was pregnant with our yes, first child, dude, yes. and we 
walked into someone's house and we were like, hey, we got news and stuff like that. And the first thing they said, the first thing our friend said, whatever it is, it's going to be good. And they looked at my wife and they said to her, they go, because you're glowing right now. And that's when we turned around and she said, she's with child. She's like, well, I, 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 personally, and they said, you are glowing. So I will tell you, I have always found women, females, to be at their most beautiful when they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, think of think of when when your wife was pregnant. When my, my wife was pregnant. Holy smokes! It just it, like you said when you when you come across a pregnant woman, they have this glow, that proverbial glow about them. You know why? Because they have life within them, dude. Right. They have innocent life within them, and their their chakras are all in tune, and and their <clears throat> everything is positive. Everything is great. Sure. Um, they're, they're 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 attached to another soul. Right. You know, you can't. You're not any closer to another soul than that. You know, spiritually, they're. You're right. They they have another soul with them. So think about that, folks. Um, really, it's it's all it's all it all lies within you. Um, if you don't know much about your chakras, if you don't know much about the kundalini, if you don't know much about meditation and and uh, and uh, things like that, take a little time and read up on it. Prayer, it might, yeah. you know, and if if you're not uh, uh, the type of person that that uh, that would pray a lot, remember, prayer is nothing more than a conversation between you and God. That's all it is. Uh, have that conversation. Um, and it can be the same type of conversation that you would have with me, with Mark, or whoever your, your, your friends and, and family are. Um, he's no different. You know, he gave us life. Have a conversation with him. Um, do all those things. Uh, get in tune with your inner self. Find your inner self. Build it up. Be in the um, present moment. Be in the present. Always, Always in the present. Focus. Focus on the present. Focus on what's going, what's important, what's that, true. That awareness, of, I'm sorry to cut you off, that awareness itself, no, you, Lou, you, you can continue. I was just going to say that focus, no, that awareness perfect. itself will, will raise that vibration. You know, it'll raise that energy. It'll raise that invi- uh, vibration within you spiritually. And then spiritually, when it, when, it, when it does it to you spiritually, it does it to you mentally. And I'll say the same thing I do all the time. When I'm talking to somebody that's not feeling too well physically, I say, you raise yourself spiritually, and then that raises you mentally. And if you raise it spiritually and mentally, you, what you think and what you feel, guess what? The physical has no choice but to join the other two. You know Absolutely. why? It's mind, body, spirit. They're one in the three. We are three things entangled in the one. And I think that's a perfect... Um perfect time to uh, to end this particular episode once again you can find um <clears throat> find us on tiktok on instagram on facebook uh, hit us up there don't forget if you want to interact or try to interact uh, with us a little bit uh, leave us um leave us some comments on facebook we'll see if we can uh we can uh, address them on our next uh next broadcast but i think um at this point mark great topic great conversation brother uh i'm gonna say good night likewise peace